Yeah, welcome back to uh, the show. Uh, top of the second hour, we're going to get uh, your bit of feedback on state of origin and whatnot. Uh, happy to pass it on to Blues Coast. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, now, interesting being up on the Gold Coast the last couple of days uh, with my white sneakers, white belt and ponytail on. Uh, news that Tino and Dave Fafita, uh, due to clauses, can leave the club. The bit going on up there. Firstly, um, Gus and Buzz. Good to see old sparring partners, Ali and Frazier, going at it again. I thought that bridge might have been mended. Uh, apparently not. Uh, mate, saw Gus on Channel 9. Um, refuting the story regarding Tino and uh, the Arthur Laundy thing. But, mate, geez, he got into nine journal Michael Shamus. Poor old Michael. <laughs> Michael's sitting there and he goes, mate, you're trying to destabilise me. And Shamus said, what? Mate, you've tried a hundred times, young whippersnapper. You know you are. <laughs> and he goes, well, can you name him? List him. He goes, oh. Oh, he goes, mate, I... What do you say? Hey, I'm not going to waste my time. time. He goes, you're not worth it. Travis is sitting there just going, what? I came, in, I came into work to talk rugby league and now I'm getting a dress down. Well, that is. Welcome to rugby league, Michael. Uh, look, um, further development on top of that, of course, is the dogs have met with Justin Holbrook about an assistant coaching job next year. Of course, Justin, he was a former dog. I think he was a dog's junior. But look, it's all about trying to lure Tino across, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what it's yeah, about. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and, but the problem is, have they been caught with their hand in the cookie jar here? Like you know, mm. Arthur Lorne came out and said, <laughs> "This is." <laughs> he said it. He's the source. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I just don't know what what Gus yeah. is doing here. But yeah, you, like, hey, Tino's. If Tino's up for grabs, yeah, yeah you'd go him. I spoke to Arthur. Arthur, he said, "I just want to clarify some stuff." He said, "Look," he said, "Here's the thing." He said, "There are some." Young players, he said former players, he said, I'm a massive fan of the game. And he said, I've made good money and I'm a big advocate. I want to see players earn money after football. He said, some former players, he said, I will give them a share in my pubs. He said, but they're going to buy it. Mm. He said, that's the thing. I'll offer them the end. But he said, they've got to buy it and they're going to take the risk. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, but, um, I mean, there, look, we're talking about this before, but, one of the things is, you know, Tino was clearly upset, well documented, about not being consulted on the sacking of, of Justin Holbrook. There's a couple of ways to look at this. Look, I mean, number one, the Titans had to make an immediate call. There was a clause in Justin Holbrook's contract that they had to basically act upon straight away. From their perspective, they, I mean, the day that it was done, I think it was the day before, uh, state of origin, mm. one or two. I might have, time goes quick. Anyway, one or two. I mean, how would have that gone, them going into camp or calling camp, going, just letting you know we're considering, we're looking to maybe sack the coach? I don't think Billy would have taken that too, too well. Yeah. The other one, too, is Tino, as far as reputation in the game, has one of the best reputations. He's an, an outstanding human being. You know, if all of a sudden it comes out that Tino's involved in the conversation and he gets sacked, then, mate, you know, unfairly, it starts to look like there's a bit of blood on Tino's hands. Oh, for sure. I think that uh, it's you, – you almost – the less is the less he knows, the safer he is um, in regards to – because if you tell Tino, let's say, a day before or two days before, he's going to be tossing a turn and not sleeping going, do I let my mate Justin know what's happening? Unfortunately, sometimes as a business, especially at the end of the day, they're the ones running the business and the club. You yep. need to make some really tough calls that are in the best interest of the club. Yep. And that's where I think the, the Gold Coast Titans have done. What I find really interesting about the Bulldog situation, though, is we've heard they're after Tino. Yep. We've heard they're after Haas. And so I think that that's their big play of 
you know, let Haas know that Tino might be coming. Let yeah. Haas, you know, let Tino know that Haas mm. might be coming. I would suggest so to Tino and Fafida and even Haas. If if you're if the I guess the carrot at the end of the stick of this bulldog is you can build something great. You're already four or five years into that at the Titans. Yeah. So why would you go and take four four years back? And that's no disrespect with Bulldogs, but Tino's done the hard work at the Titans. He's about to get the rewards yeah, for everything yeah, he's yeah. done. Yeah. Look at that forward pack they've got up there. Well, like, Matty, would you, if you were Tino, mm. would you sign with the Bulldogs now if you are at the Titans? Oh, look, I'm a little bit biased as far as the Dogs are concerned. When I, when I, was, when I was a young player, uh, if I'd heard the Bulldogs are after me, could, like Newcastle was based off the Bulldogs model. So mm. for me, if I went to Bulldogs, it's probably got, you know, for me it's a certain – I'm in the generation that's a certain prestige, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm a Queensland boy and you're settled up there and everything, it's you know it, it's 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 certainly a big move. If I'm a playmaker, right? I look at certain clubs and I go, wow, I, I'd want to play behind that pack of forwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tino, Mofotawaka. Uh, you've got uh, both for more that'll come back into the side. Yep. You've got, of course, Dave Fafita so on and so forth. They're building a serious football team. On top of that, you got the Ben Hunt situation. Now, the the Dragons are well within their means to say, brother, you're not going anywhere, but I don't know if he'll be I, – I, I can't see Ben being at the Dragons next year. I think there's too much that's gone on. You know, if he lands, suddenly he lands at the Gold Coast at the same time as Des Hasler, mm. mate, they are a serious football side. Mate, I'd go as far as if he lands there next year – I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the top four next year. I totally agree with you, Pete. Because you've got four on there that is setting some fantastic standards. They've showed great grit over the last month. But then we haven't even mentioned they've got two fullbacks that are superstars. Yeah. Brimo and Campbell. Like They have got an embarrassment of riches. Then you add Tanner Boyd. They allowed Sexton to go. They've got um, another uh, Tom Weaver coming out of the yep. grades in regards to seven. I mean, the Titans are in the – I'd say the Titans are in the best position they've been since Preston Campbell was at the club. It's funny with the Jaden Campbell situation alongside AJ. I've, I've said this before, and I know you know AJ would buck up and say, oh, yeah, "No way." Mm. I just think AJ could be the best fourteen, one of the yeah. best fourteens the game has ever mm. seen. Coming on, he's footwork through the middle because, mate, Campbell's got to be there. Like Jaden Campbell, there is just a magic about his football that his old man had, and this yep. has been passed through the DNA. Mm. It's so tough because. I just think that the only problem I have with that is that I think Brimo impacts his team more consistently than Campbell does. And so I agree with you that they have to find a way for both of them to be playing big minutes because you cannot have a guy like Campbell sitting on the bench. He is way too good. And Um, you think about where he's going to be in another another off-season under his belt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree. I actually thought... You know, quite a while ago, that maybe they should, when he was coming back from injury, they should try Brim up fourteen because I think that there's this kind of uh, negative. I guess there's still a negative stigma around being on bench. the bench. Yes, it's not like that anymore. No, it's no. not. Number seventeen is just important as number 12, 11, 13. Whereas you know, ten not years as ago, much as six. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to cut you off there, okay? Oh, okay. Before you went there, I was, okay. I was fearful then you were going to say something silly. Um, paint, paint house on the free market. Once again, it's going to take him a lot to get out of the Broncos, where the Broncos, their uh, trajectory is. But, mate, the dogs are going to make a big play. But we're we're talking about Tino doing all the hard yards and leaving at this time will put him back. Payne Haas is – this is is the Broncos' premiership window. 
the, yeah. the next few years is going to be premiership prime land. And it, why would you leave now to mm. go to a team that's mm. four, five, six years away from possibly getting, you know, well, there's no doubt if you, if you get Haas and they got Crichton going there next year, that sort of starts to fast track. But you're right, the other day Gus had a press conference where he said, yeah. mate, we're still a long way off. Mm. Well, Payne Haas is a interesting situation because we all know that he could go and get probably 1.4 if he you know went to one of the lower tier clubs. And Payne Haas is, I think he's actually already been quoted saying this, so I'm, I'm very happy that he said it. But he has to make the decision that he cannot be on $1.2 million and win a premiership. Mm. Because as a front rower, you cannot afford to have a $1.2 million front rower. So I think that he needs to make the decision of, do I earn my money now and then go for premierships? Or do I go for premierships now and then um, then I, you know, obviously win the premiership? It's an interesting development. If, if Tino, if the dogs do get Tino, let's imagine, that he does make the decision to go there, the Titans then would be a position to make a huge play for Fafita. And I think Fafita is his brother... Yeah. Uh, yep. Who's he's at the yep. Titans? Yeah, and uh, mates with Fafita as well. Um, Hass and Fafita, you know, come through together. It's only just down the road. I'm, I'm sure he's. I think he's got a young family as well. Look, I personally think that the manager's playing it smart. He's probably going to win the Dally M this year. I'd be surprised if he yeah. doesn't because he's, yeah. you know, killing it. So you'd, it'd almost be bad business to not wait mm. until November first. Mm. Um, but as I said, I think that if he just he has to sit down with himself and his manager and go, what is my priorities? A premiership in the next few years, not guaranteed, or get a huge paycheck. And I can understand. I can respect it, honestly. He's done so much for the club. Yeah. He's earned the right to go on the open market, in my opinion. Definitely. Uh, got a text message through. Hey, Maddie, is there a chance of doing a reality show at Fox Sports after the way that Brandy Buzz and Hoops clashed last <laughs> night? <laughs> <laughs> it would be. Uh, oh, mate, it's been all, it's all happening, mate. Uh, we're <laughs> this fun. Mate, just want to pick you up on one thing here. I want to challenge you on that. <laughs> That's right. Of course you would, Buzz. <laughs> oh, mate, we'll take a break. After the break, look, we're going to put things a little bit more upbeat and talk about the RLPA. <laughs> <laughs>